hello and welcome to our podcast called Ice Up Sun with a U because it's uh, it's a pun. It's a really funny pun. Um, you're, you're coming, we're coming live, but not live, like recorded to you, realizing that this weird podcast app that we're using to record has this feature where you can have a dramatic piano behind anything you talk about. So anyway, uh, I'm Joey and... Uh, uh, I'm Clara. Yeah, and basically we decided to make a podcast. Wait, oh, it's still going. Okay, good. I thought it was going to stop. Um, yeah, so we're going to do a podcast to merge our two very terrible unread blogs into one podcast that no one listens to. So we're going from zero, so like a few viewers on mine and a few viewers on yours to zero viewers on this podcast. Um, so Clara, could you introduce your blog? Um, yeah, so my blog uh, started um, around uh, Super Bowl time and I wanted to figure out if I could predict Super Bowl winners based on astrology and it's called Bloodstone Blitz and I think only you read it, Joe? Um, yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a big hit, it was a really, really successful blog and I did incorrectly predict the Super Bowl as well, so... Uh, starting off well here. Yeah, and I also feel like that the dramatic piano really helped you out with that bit. Like there was like a pause when when you said that you incorrectly predicted it. There was really like a second act to that um, explanation. Yeah, I really hope everyone feels my sadness there that I didn't predict it correctly. <laughs> I also think the Bloodstone Blitz is a really good um, is a really good name, and we've kind of dropped the ball with Ice Up Sun, so th oh. that's like a good start that we can go on. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Joey. Yeah, I really so, appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, my blog is a fucking like really lame blog where I literally took the... Um, so basically, when they were making Halo 2, they uh, <laughs> the, the Xbox game, <laughs> they made this algorithm to try and match people together uh, at, like on online games and I just sort of like adopt, uh, adapted that to try and predict NFL games and it was like really shit I, I actually bet money on some games and lost most of them so yeah <laughs> I was gonna say did you predict it correctly? I mean well this is the thing that's so fucking bullshit about it is that like like I tune the hyperparameters to uh to to make it like predict as well as possible and literally <laughs> this is this is so much better with the with the piano in the background um <laughs> absolutely this, this, i'll turn it into like actually like a dramatic sad monologue like like and and when i tuned those hyperparameters it turned out that all along it didn't know. It didn't know who was going to win, and 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 it just predicted 50-50 every time. And I, that hurt. It, after all that tuning, nothing. <laughs> yeah. So I can anyway. really feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, should we drop the drama dramatic piano? I feel like it's giving a real bit weird vibe. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's time. Okay. Cool. And we'll, we'll let's go. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, so there's the intro. Um, what do we want to talk about this week? Um, so I really want to talk about Baker Mayfield. Um, okay, that's he, he's the person I want to talk about the most. But I realize 
we probably shouldn't go straight to him because I feel like I might end up throwing my computer around and breaking yeah. stuff. So let's save that to the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a that's a genuinely good idea because um, but like we need to we need to sort of like wait until the um sponsorships start rolling in before you can throw around your uh your laptop and that'll probably be later in this episode i'd say um what by the time yeah. we get sponsorship yeah i've had a couple emails i've had a couple emails already so like like lisa hit me up as soon as we started recording um th- so yeah I, I, we can drop that in now actually yeah so um if you for sure like looking for a mattress uh and like Lisa's got you covered. You know they send you a box with your mattress in it, which is super super lit. Um, yeah, it, because people want their mattresses in boxes. I think. Yeah, uh, naturally. So yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> Don't you ever always find like being a millennial and buying mattresses? It's just like ah. I can't carry a mattress. Like, who do they think I am? I can't put, fit yeah. a mattress in an Uber. No, exactly, right. exactly. exactly. Yeah, so uh, just use the code um, uh, Mike Evans. Come on the podcast on Lisa Lisa dot com, and uh, yeah, that's that's what we'll, we'll go for. Okay, um, yeah. So should we uh, start with the Leo of the week? Can you tell us what the Leo of the week is, please? Um, so if you don't know, Leo is a star sign um, for people who are born in August, um, and they're the most evil. It's the most evil star sign in the Zodiac. Um, do you want to know why, Jerry? Could, yeah, I was just... What's, I, th- I thought that the star signs are relatively neutral. No, okay. that's not how it works. Leos okay. are evil. <laughs> they're egotistical. Uh-huh. They're incredibly assertive to a very okay. negative degree. They're just... <laughs> I, just I, I just don't like Leos, okay? So... But is... So... Is it the case that there would be cases where, like, somebody could be a Leo, but it would turn out well? I mean, in some situations, being a Leo is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. If you're in a management position, I guess being a Leo is probably good because if you're if you have a big ego, you're probably going to be okay at taking control. But mm-hmm. no one's going to like you for it. <laughs> so yeah, Leos normally get shit done, but by ruining everything mm-hmm. else in their wake. So. That's that doesn't sound evil. very good. No. <laughs> is America a Leo? Um, I, it never used to be. It never used okay. to be, but it now is a Leo. <laughs> um. Okay. So. So. Uh, who? So who is our Leo of the week? Well, there's a surprising amount um, of Leos in the NFL at the moment. Um, uh-huh. I guess the most famous Leo uh, is Tom Brady. He okay. is a Leo sun and also a Leo moon. So in his um, chart, he has two Leo placements. So he is the most evil of all. Um, and I don't think that comes as any surprise to anyone, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think about what a Leo is, they're assertive. They have a massive ego. I don't think anyone in the NFL has a bigger ego than Tom Brady. So That's a take and a half. Is that a take? Did I just do a take? Uh, you did do a take, so that's time. That means it's time for. Uh, I mean, that's not a really good one. Uh, okay, actually, actually, okay, here we go. So, so uh, to 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 pull back the curtain of professional podcasting here, I have four options for uh, for sound effects. And okay, we've already used one of them. 
add two of them. So I think maybe our take, our take uh, sound should be the ballpark one. So, okay. so can you say the take again? Okay, so I think Tom Brady is the most egotistical man in the NFL. You got a take. Um, I did a take. <laughs> okay, so so I I yeah. Um, do do you want to back that up, or should we rate it without? Like, do you feel like that's self a self sufficient? I think that's pretty self-evident. I don't think there needs to be any backing up of that. I think on its own, that's a solid take. Okay. Um, I just... I feel like there are an impossibly large amount of egos in the NFL. That's the only, that's the only re- thing, thing that's holding me back mm. from agreeing with this take. It, isn't it just the case that he's just very successful and also super egotistical? Well... Can you explain the Man Uggs? How do you explain the Man Uggs sponsorship? <laughs> but aren't they super comfortable? And it's Man Uggs. Why would Tom Brady be the face of Man Uggs? Why would he want to do that? Because he loves we... his feet and he loves himself. <laughs> Wait, so so if you love your feet, then you love yourself? That's uh, a... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't okay. know. <laughs> okay. Um, he also right. also he had a book uh-huh. about the Tom Brady success. I can't remember what it's called now, but I remember seeing that he's written a book yeah. about how to be successful like himself. Oh, it's called the the Twelve Method or something, right? Yeah, he's number twelve. But the thing is, is like, is like, it's not, it's not out of the, it, it's not out of this world to say that actually he is pretty successful. Well, he, <laughs> like, he is successful. I get it. Okay, he is successful, but he does it with such an ego. He could be nice and grounded, you know? He could so, be a... This is preceding the, the later point a bit, but is Tom Brady a fuckboy? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely, he's a fuckboy. Okay. He's <laughs> a very metrosexual man, and I'm not saying that that means that you're a fuckboy, but... <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? Is, uh, like, I think we need to get into what a fuckboy is later, because I think I actually don't know. Um, okay okay i'll I'll explain it to you okay i but like i think that that in terms of like ego i'm really just trying to think you've kind of blindsided me here because i swear to god i think that like oh shit shit shit. okay so who who else do you think has an ego yeah this is the problem is that is that like you're totally right he's an egotistical piece of shit but i swear to god there's like somebody on the tip of my tongue who is like way more egotistical um fuck i don't know i actually i actually think that, that my lack of knowledge and and like at the fact that i come up come up with anyone that you're actually right like it, tom brady's ego is so large that it probably got uh julian edelman suspended yeah oh absolutely everyone around him he touches turns to shit so yeah. he just I, forsakes just... anyone in his wake it's a classic leo move so i think what we were originally talking about was that like like he uh started his preseason by playing the eagles right like when he didn't even need to play in the uh the preseason like he he was just like oh well i've got to i've got to beat the eagles yeah because they they damaged his ego they damaged his ego he needed it shit so leos are evil yeah they are 
Um, so uh, this isn't on the Google Docs, so I don't know if this is against the rules, but this this kind of feeds. So, oh, I'm going to rate your take first. So, oh, yeah, so first, of all, first of all, it's super hot, I think. I think that, that like no one, I mean, obviously he's egotistical, but I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that Tom Brady's ego is like, like, the. yeah, it's a hot take. It's a hot take. I think it's true. It's yep. probably like home. I wouldn't say it was big because like it doesn't really matter how egotistical he is. I don't think. No. I think like like it actually uh, except if you're a Julian Edelman, I don't think it matters so much. Um, no. So I'm gonna say it's a hot, true home. Uh, maybe we should explain this a bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so the, the likelihood well, maybe is if you shouldn't explain it, Jerry. Let's just not explain it. Let's just leave it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> people can figure like, it out. Is, if you're listening to this, you're probably one of our friends, so you probably already know what these things are anyway. <laughs> but out of big and home, I feel like this is more of a home take. Out of, yeah. a, out of smart and hard, I feel like it is a like work smart, word, work smart, work hard. I think it's work smart. I don't think you had, I don't think this took a lot of like effort to, no. to come up with. I think it was like a natural take. And I think it's a ride take. I think, I think cool. you should ride this take to the, instead of die. Yeah. I would not die for Tom Brady, so it's fine. <laughs> the, sweet, the sweet thing about Tom Brady is that there's a shitload of people who would die for him, and they're not all just Boston fans. They're probably people on his fucking team. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Like they, ha- he has this insane doctor. This uh, I don't know what his name is, uh, uh, but but like this doctor is telling telling people that like not to eat tomatoes and shit like that, and Ooh. he, yeah, and like. They think that maybe uh, he was the one who uh, gave Edelman steroids or whatever. And like, I actually just think that this doctor is just Tom Brady in a in a like in a different costume. Oh yeah, they probably he probably has like an honorary doctorate in being a doctor or something. To Tom <laughs> Brady, and now he thinks that he's a doctor. Or I don't know. Uh, he doesn't eat gluten as well. He's a gluten free boy. Yeah. Okay, I've completely turned around on, on Tom Brady. I think that Tom Brady is <laughs> like a man who understands that there are some evils in this world. I, you know what? Fuck it. I think gluten is the Leo of the week, okay? <laughs> okay. Gluten is the Leo of the week. That's mm-hmm. a better take. Gluten is a classic Leo. Um, yeah. So, okay. Okay, so I wanted to talk about the Patriots because um, I think... So here's my take. Okay. Um, I think that maybe in five years and maybe in 10 years, we're going to look back at the Super Bowl that just happened, which was the best Super Bowl ever. And we're going to think that we were assholes for supporting the Eagles. Can you back Um, that up, please, Joey? Yeah, I I will try. So the thing is, is that the only fan base that is like worse than Boston fans is Philly fans. Like the 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 Philadelphia fans booed Santa. Like so, Santa came onto the field (laughs) at uh, a baseball game and uh, was booed by the 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 Philly fans twice on two different occasions. So they're total fucking assholes. And the reason why everybody wanted Philadelphia over over uh, uh, Boston in the Super Bowl was like because you know fuck Tom Brady, uh, he's a piece of shit, and they win always. Um, but the thing is, is that the Eagles are really good. They they look really good. Even going into the off season, it's like, yeah, like they, they seem, they seem like they could keep winning Super Bowls. Mm. and it's going to be the case that we're going to look at the, um, 
uh, sorry, it's going to be the case that like like if 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 it becomes a dynasty and the Eagles start winning everything and the Philly fans are the people who start getting the the uh, the camera time, it's going to be so bad. Mm. And by that time, like. Tom Brady is going to be like 50, like rolling out of the pocket for the Browns or something because, because he's <laughs> going to refuse to stop, stop playing. And, um, and it's just going to be sad. It's just going to be like, ah, oh, they, they used to be really good. And now they're just trash. Mm, I think, I think you're forgetting one big point there is that I don't think Carson Wentz or Nick Foles will ever be Tom Brady-esque. Okay. But, but that... You know what I mean? But Carson Wentz is like almost there already. Like I, I think it's. Let me just type this. So there's gonna be some typing. It's, uh, audience. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Carson Wentz has has his own uh, clothing company called Audience of One. Have you seen this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this fucking horrible, like like um emo basically god uh uh collection of clothes and like yeah. there's nothing wrong with being religious it's totally fine i'm not I'm not like trying to start anything but like it's like is he the audience of one or is he saying that like he doesn't actually give a shit about anybody watching except for god hmm isn't that brady-esque um, i think the difference is that carson wentz follows god whereas tom brady probably thinks he is god <laughs> yeah that's true yeah i'm not i just i just think that like like why do you have to rebrand god <laughs> god needed a rebrand joey and carson wentz was the man to do it is carson wentz the man to do it i'm not 100 sure and like does he get the money does god get the money for this this deal did god sign off on the deal that's the question i have like i mean I looking know. at the clothes he probably didn't <laughs> what kind of a god? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, but do you do you kind of see what I'm getting at? Like I do. Uh, yeah, I do see what you're getting at. I do. It looks like the the Philly uh like I know shit all about basketball. I I mean, I know shit all about NFL, but like it looks like the um the 76ers are going to start being really good as well and oh, like no. so it's just going to be sports town philadelphia and everybody's going to be wait wishing for the days that the fucking <laughs> shitty boston were the um yeah mm. i do yeah i see what you're getting at i just don't think carson wentz isn't a leo there aren't many leos on the eagles so i think <laughs> i think we're okay. safe for now anyway but... okay yeah yeah okay cool cool so can I get a rating? To, yeah, I was going to say, do you need me to write your take? So I, so what you're asking me, Drew, I think, I think what you're basically asking me is like, that take was so bad. Do you think we <laughs> need to talk about it any longer? Yeah, I'll write your take. But I, I think it was a spicy take. I think it was, a, I think it was hot. It was not a cold take. It was, it was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. So it was a hot, a hot take. I think... In the middle of true and false. Okay, okay. I think it's a contentious one. Mm. So I think it right in the middle. Okay. Um, big, definitely big. big. So it was a okay. hot. Yeah, it was definitely very big. Mm-hmm. Don't go home on that one. It was not going <laughs> home. Uh, I think you worked quite hard on that one. 
Yeah, I really did. I really did. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I was I was in the lab all day. <laughs> trying to, trying to did you put it through your predictive model? <laughs> no. <laughs> um and yeah, die. Absolutely. So it's yeah. a hot, yeah. mm, truly falsy, <laughs> big hard die take. Okay, okay, cool. I think yeah, I think that's that's fair. That's fair. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. Oh. Um yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the podcast is going well. Um <laughs> We need to work out what 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 the score is with Flacco and RG3. Like who who are we gonna start? I mean, so I uh, I there's Lamar Jackson as well, but I think I think that he's he's too he's too young. I feel like we, we yeah. should we need to work out who's going to be the starting quarterback. And okay. yeah, w- what do the stars say on that? Okay. Well, I mean, we're definitely the right people to be making this decision. Okay. We clearly have the biggest knowledge base mm-hmm. possible to come up with the solution to this. Yeah. Um, so if I, look, if I look at the stars here, mm-hmm. uh, Flacco is a Capricorn. So he has okay. a Capricorn sun. And Capricorns tend to be um, pretty ordered. They like discipline. They like structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just really, really good at learning things and being able to put them into practice. Whereas RG three, uh, he's an Aquarius, mm-hmm. um, and people who have Aquarius sons tend to be really creative. Okay. Um, yeah, good at, good communicators. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess it's just whatever you think uh, Baltimore needs. Do they need someone who's ordered, or do they need? a super creative Aquarius on the field? That's a question. I don't know. Like, like, is there, like, I mean, who do you, oh my God, Smiller. The, <laughs> the cat has come around. It, like, Smiller, RG3 or Flacco. Um, yeah, so, uh, sorry, uh, just just a, a, a podcast. That's our first guest. Um, uh, yeah. Smiller. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, like the thing I think, think about Flacco is that he has been so shit for so long and mm. I just so so bored of Flacco I don't know like what's what's he doing what's it why, why is he why is he still on my tv screen you know mm. yeah I totally get that and I think that's probably a problem is that he's so predictable now he mm. is this super ordered can't stray mm-hmm. quarterback and that's just not working anymore so Maybe that's what Baltimore needs. They need a creative Aquarius in there in mm-hmm. RG three. Uh, yeah, I, 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 so I'm totally on your side. I have terrible news though, and uh, I, I, <gasps> I know I forewarned you about this, but like, so I was, I was, I'm, I'm live in Germany. Uh, don't hunt me down off that information. That, that's too much private information, and our fans will know. I don't know. Okay. Um, so Aquarius in German. Is Wasser man? Do you know what that means? Okay. Water boy. Water man. Water boy. Water boy. So oh. I don't know if, if if like that doesn't seem like a good sign for any Aquariuses. Do you see what I mean? Mm, They're just yeah. gonna be on the sideline, being the water boy. <laughs> Do you mean like those people who like dish out Gatorade? Yeah. Have you, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the water boy? It's a classic. It's one of the good Adam Sandler films. Oh, you mean? I thought you were talking. 
What do you think I was talking about? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so the Adam Sandler film. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Can you tell me the plot of it? Tell yeah, me how it relates. Yeah. This is what our podcast is going to be. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, um, describing Adam Sandler films. I'm, I'm down for that. That's a, that's a good podcast to me. Yeah. Uh, I would listen to that. Um, <laughs> so th- what happens in the water boy is basically it's, um, it's like the same as every Adam Sandler movie where he is just like a normal, uh, like guy, but it turns out he has this huge talent. So basically he, well, spoiler alert, if if you haven't watched Waterboy and you're like about to watch it and stop listening to this podcast. Uh, so he's wrongly told as a child that his dad uh, died in the desert uh, because it didn't have enough water. And so he makes it his personal life goal to hydrate people uh, as much as possible. And I think I think this is an accurate representation. At least that's the implication. So what he decides to do is uh, he becomes the water boy for uh, the local college football team. So he's like like giving uh, bottles of water to people and like like producing the water and stuff like that. And um, but he's I maybe I'm reading too much into this. But he like he never really processes the anger he feels about like his dad not being around so he has a lot of built up sort of like frustration and he gets teased by all of the football players for um uh for you know being a fucking nerd and um so <laughs> one day it, he finally snaps and he sort of spears the quarterback uh <gasps> like running full pelt at him and spears him and so he gets uh so he starts playing as I, so I watched it back recently, and I th- I'd say he was like an inside linebacker. Okay. Yeah. So I think he's like important on run stopping and rushing the quarterback. Um, and yeah, and basically it ter- he s- starts to get a lot of college interest, and he he's like might be drafted by the NFL, and he plays for this college team. Um, but then he decides that he doesn't like football, and he wants to be a uh, he, he wants to be a teacher instead or something. What? I don't know. Now that's a twist. I thought he was just going to go back and be a water boy. <laughs> I think if <laughs> I had described the film better, it wouldn't have seemed as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite the career trajectory. Water yeah. boy to college football player mm-hmm. to teacher, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So. So, yeah. Well, uh, well, anyway, so what? <laughs> so RG3. Um. <laughs> Maybe should I don't know become a teacher? Or... Uh, yeah. That mean I mean if we're following the storyline of an Adam Sandler film mm-hmm. as RG 3s career, then yeah. that's what yeah he should naturally yeah. be doing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think. But then that, where does that leave? <laughs> Sorry, go on. And then where does that leave Flacco? Was there an, a villain in the film? Um, so who could flack out of the water boy? I feel like, so there's See this. See the dad who dies in the desert. Oh yeah. The dad doesn't die. Oh, Shit. what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So the, so <laughs> fuck, that's a really relatively big point. So the dad <laughs> doesn't die. Ah, oh, yeah. Th- there you go. The dad doesn't die. He goes to, um, he, he ditches the mum. um, 
because he wants to uh, do uh, big city living. That's that's his oh, okay. thing. Because they live in rural Louisiana in a in a swamp. I feel like I didn't really describe the film. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like he could be the dad. I think that there, there's also a uh, whole subplot with... It's a really deep film. I, I, th- I think you should check it out. Um, there's a subplot with a... Uh, where the coach is like, he was great at writing plays, but then some... But he stole all of his plays... And that was why he was relegated to to uh, coaching at the shitty school in uh, Louisiana. Um, but yeah, so maybe he's him. Like like Flacco yeah. used to be great. He used to like he he nearly won a super. He did win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he did win a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So which is bizarre to me. That's baffling that Joe Flacco won a <laughs> fucking Super Bowl. What it's, the hell? It's it's actually the most cursed outcome. Like yeah, because. Like, if the fucking lights hadn't gone out at that fucking Super Bowl, then Colin Kaepernick would have won a Super Bowl and, like, the world would have been a significantly better place now. Oh, that's interesting. Would would we be having all the issues with kneeling and all that kind of stuff had Colin Kaepernick won that Super Bowl? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess more what I'm thinking is that he still would have done the protest, but, like... Instead of it just being a good quarterback is now not like uh, is now being shunned by the NFL, it would be a Super Bowl winning quarterback being shunned by the NFL, yeah. and that would that would be so much harder to ignore. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh fuck's sake, Flacco! I know. Fuck you, Flacco. Start fuck you. start RG three. Sign Colin Kaepernick. God damn it. Yes, there we go. That's the solution. <laughs> <laughs> it's written in the stars, you stupid motherfuckers. Signed, Colin Kaepernick. No, it's written in the water, boy. Adam Sandler predicted this. <laughs> okay, I, I uh, yeah, okay, I'm I'm done for that. I'm done for that. Cool. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what should we? Did we settle that? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Cool. So, okay, what do you want to talk about now? I think we should talk about our favorite. Well, our favorite, your favorite. I don't I mean, know. Well, I mean, you, you're probably more well placed to tell you if he's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the nation's favorite NFL uh-huh. player, mm-hmm. Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa, indeed. Let's talk about Joey Bosa. Okay. Because so, I know you really want. I don't have a lot to say about Joey Bosa. I. Oh. So I like saying his name. He's got okay. a great name. He does um, have a great name. But uh, he's also just a good player. He, um, yeah. I don't know. Would you, I, oh. I, I, yeah. I thought you had more to say on this, Joey. You've let me down. I, th- I, I so it's it's kind of basically for uh, two years. My friends did nothing but shout Joey Bosa at me. And it's okay. it's affected me in the way that like I say Bosa, Bose, Joey Bosa, or something along those lines, all like all the time. Um, okay. So that's why I'm at with Joey Bosa. There was a time uh, when uh, <laughs> one of my friends um, <laughs> was like, "Oh, can I? Can you pass me that screwdriver?" And they were like, "What?" He was like, "The screwy Bosa." And then he passed <laughs> And that was what was required. So, yeah, like, that's kind of where I'm at with him. 
He's... Okay, so you didn't want to talk about his injury at the moment. So I didn't even know he was injured. What's going on there? I mean, I just read that he was injured. Mm-hmm. I think he hurt his foot or something. Yeah. I don't know. I think that was about is... the extent. This is a good podcast, I think. <laughs> you can get all your news from us. We think, we are 100% certain that there's a chance that Joey Bosa was injured in one of the <laughs> games or in practice. One of the two. Uh... Yeah, at some point. Um, I, yeah. But I believe that he was injured because it was Mercury retrograde and everything goes to shit when it's Mercury retrograde. So he w- didn't have a good chance at not hurting himself in Mercury retrograde. Can um, you explain for the me what Mercury retrograde is? Okay. Uh, Mercury retrograde is where it looks... It's where Mercury passes the sun and it looks like Mercury's going backwards. Okay. Um, that's but, all it is, really. The, um, and that apparently means that everything in the world goes wrong. Um, okay. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of plane crashes in Mercury retrograde, a lot of travel ah. issues. Yeah, it's a bad time. Yeah. It just basically means everything goes wrong. And Shit. this Mercury retrograde was especially cursed because mm-hmm. it was in Leo. And as we all know, yeah, as we all know, Leo is evil. So, so wait, do the, do the is retrogrades, a- is it only Mercury, it only Mercury, the retrograde that matters? Or? Mercury retrograde is the one that has the most significant impact okay. on us. Um, yeah. And are they I don't really know why. <laughs> are they characterized by uh, the. Um, what should I say? Are they. <laughs> Is Mercury in retrograde characterized? It's right. Is the time <laughs> is is the star sign in which Mercury goes into retrograde? Is it the character of that star sign which then affects how the Mercury in retrograde goes? Um. Yeah. So the um the traits that come with the star sign tend mm. to be amplified a lot more. Okay. Um. So Leo is aggressive, assertive, mm-hmm. dominant, oh. egos. So the leaders just came amplified. out. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. And is there any long-term effects of this? Is, does this mean like a Tom Brady Super Bowl? Hmm. I've never really looked at the long-term effects mm-hmm. of a Mercury retrograde in Leo because it doesn't happen all the time. Okay. Obviously, because uh-huh. it's to do with moons and shit mm-hmm. um, and suns and all that stuff. But um, that is something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say, yeah okay. I'm gonna say if we get a Tom Brady Super Bowl, it's because of the Mercury retrograde in Leo in 2018, and you've heard it here first. But that's why. <laughs> I lo- I love that because it's like it's like so far from a prediction. It's like if <laughs> if in the case that <laughs> it's good. I, th- I I respect that a lot. I think that's that's okay. some 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 real honesty right there. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, I just found out what was wrong with Joey Bosa as well. By the way, oh, sick, because um, <laughs> I'm definitely super prepared for this. Yeah, um, he lost to, in the Saints game mm-hmm. in preseason. He left the practice. Oh no, no, he left practice with an injury to his left foot. Oh no, basically after that game. Mm-hmm. So, poorly Bosa, Paul- a poorly Bosa, a poorly Bosa. Bosa. That sucks. Um, do we need to read tarot for Joey Bosa? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. see how things are going to go for Mr. Bosa. Mr. Bosa. 
Joey Bosa. Um, would you like to go or shall I? You go. Okay. Mine, I don't have my cards okay. on me right now. Do, do you think it's time for Dramatic Piano? Um, yes. Okay. So I have a instruction book on how to read <laughs> I, I'm actually <laughs> prepared. I've done this like eight to ten times now. So Okay. Yeah. I think that probably what what's best to do is to um read uh the cross. Which is okay. like so the idea is the first card symbolizes the concern or the current situation and how you, you being Joy Bosa, is feeling about it. Um okay. The second card is a warning. Don't follow this direction indicated or symbolized by the card. Negative energy, exclamation mark. Mm -hmm. The third card is a revelation. The pick tarot suggests that you should follow the direction of the third card. Positive. It's written... The, this, these instructions are written like a Trump tweet. It's, it's like, <laughs> follow the direction of the third card. Positive. With an exclamation mark. Very strange. <laughs> and then the fourth card symbolizes what will happen and where the decision indicated by the third card can lead you. I think probably the best way to do this is if I draw the cards and then yeah. you you take on the uh, your Joey Bosa basically for the moment. Is okay, I'm right? interpreting this. Yes, exactly. Okay. So um, tell me tell me when you want to draw. I've got. Okay. I'm shuffling these cards. Tell me which one you want to draw. Okay. Uh, draw now. Take from the middle. Okay, taking from the middle. Do you want that to be the first card? Okay. Okay. Shuffling again. Shuffling again. Uh, stop. Take from the bottom. Okay, from the bottom. And which card yep. do you want that to be? Um, second. Second. Okay. And again. Uh, stop. Take from the middle. Okay, from the middle. There we go. Put that as your third card. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and then take from the top. Okay. My fourth. Okay. Cool. So. This first card, Let's go. to remind Joey Bosa, um, this symbolizes your your concern or current situation and how you're feeling about it, okay? Okay. Okay, so the first card is... <laughs> it's an upside down hierophant, which, so your power words here are quest for meaning, truth, trust, and integrity. And the fact that it's upside down means it's like real bad. So, mm -hmm. so how do you interpret this quest for meaning? The truth, hmm. trust and integrity. So an upside down hierophant. Mm -hmm. mm, I feel like that's... That's me really struggling uh, with my team and mm -hmm. my authority. Mm -hmm. like the authority and the team, they're telling me I can't play. Okay. And I really want to play. Okay. Okay, that's that's, yeah? that's a good inter interpretation, Joey. Thank you. Um, so your this second card is a warning. Okay. I believe that you, Joey Bosa, should not follow the direction stated by this card. Okay. Okay. The card is the Chariot. Ooh, adventure, Ooh. new horizons, self confidence, and daring. Okay. Um, I believe that's a warning mm. that I should not be traveling. Okay. Okay. So I need to I need to look at the schedule here for mm -hmm. my team games. See if I need to fly anywhere because I feel like So I've got some traveling issues. Joey Bosa, do you think that 
this might be saying like there might be also be an element from the traveling that also you shouldn't be so daring and trying to get back out on the field as well like do, do maybe maybe that's, that's a another interpretation i mean that's probably a safer interpretation because i probably will have to fly yeah from my job mm. so that that's true and maybe it means i shouldn't be running so many blitzes yeah oh okay yeah so more into <laughs> coverage i that's that, yeah i think that's a great take so 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 far no no more blitzes is what is what is being said by the cross that for this second card Th this third card yeah. is a revelation okay okay the universe Okay. Ooh. So that the powers here are love of life, homecoming, perfection, and completion. Uh, I mean, I feel like that one sounds quite self-explanatory, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to interpret this in my own life as Joey Bosa. Yes. Um, universe. What do you think? I mean, Joey Bosa, you know your life, but. I guess maybe this is a really good sign for home games. Yeah, I sounds it. Yeah, and that like yeah. maybe you'll uh, catch a few completions this year and as a tight end. It's possible. I, I hope I hope that is the case. Yeah, that would be cool for you, Joey Bosa. For me, Joey Bosa. <laughs> Okay, so the fourth card symbolizes what will happen and where the decision indicated by the universe can lead you. And we have okay. the sun card. And Ooh! Okay, so the sun... I like that card. Yeah, it's... Uh, the sun card, the power words are luck, empowerment, celebration, and radiance. Will I be taking the charges to the Super Bowl this year? Mm. I believe this card is telling me that me, Joey Bosa, mm -hmm. will be the one to yeah. take the charges all the way. <laughs> I think that's t uh, yeah. I think that's a that's a that's a fair reading of this of this tarot card. I think that that, that you know celebration, radiance, luck. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's luck, maybe he's going to sack Andrew Luck this year. Ooh, is Andrew Luck back? He is back. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he is. Okay. Let's hope the charge. Let's hope I'm playing the Colts this year because yeah, I want I, to it do be that. sick if I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Colts Chargers 2018. Google. Let's go. <gasps> no fucking way. Wait. No. Never mind. Um. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that he, they just played in the preseason based on the first thing, but I actually just wasn't reading it right. Oh, Joey. Okay, so I'm gonna get. I think that it, they aren't facing each other, but maybe in the AFC Championship. Yeah, there we go. That's possible. It's totally possible. You've okay, got it. So you hear it here first. If Andrew Luck gets sacked by Joey Bosa in the AFC Championship, it's because of this podcast. <laughs> Too right. Too so, right. Okay, cool. You've um, done it. Okay, let's. I'm done with your master piano for a bit. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's better. Okay. Um. So, should we talk? Can I, can I be Clara now? Do I have to be Joey still? Well, I mean, it would be better for our SEO if you were Joey Bosa. But no, it's okay. I mean, like, like that's all right. 
Okay. It could have been a couple of Joeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like that—that that would be another good name for the podcast if we could get him on every week. But you know, the... <laughs> just two Joeys. Okay. Just, just two Joeys. <laughs> <laughs> I would never listen to that podcast, even as one of those Joeys. <laughs> okay, so can we talk preseason football now? Um, I I wish we couldn't. But okay, let's do it. I I I was actually going to skip this whole section until I you asked the question of what's better, preseason or Pro Bowl, which I think is a great question. It's a it keeps me up at night, Jerry. It's a question <laughs> that keeps me up at night. Where do you stand on it? Um, I hate both. <laughs> which do you okay? No one plays properly. <laughs> um. I don't. I do not watch the Pro Bowl, um, and I'll watch a little bit of preseason just to see what rookies are looking like. But again, it. I feel like it's. It doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't do anything of value. So, I think we should just sack both of them. Mm. Get rid of them. The the one thing. And just extend the season. Like I think maybe I'm a sack of shit because like I, <laughs> I quite like the idea of like I don't know. A quarterback throwing to like like I follow I'm a fucking nerd I follow Russell Wilson on Instagram and then like he'll be practicing with like Odell Beckham Jr. or something and I'm like oh he's throwing a touchdown to Odell Beckham Jr. and so I quite like that in the, in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah you are right you are a sack of shit Jerry <laughs> okay well I mean well we got that sorted at least um so I have an embarrassing story about the preseason. Two embarrassing stories, okay. actually. So the first is that I paid money to go and see a preseason game live once. Um, Who was it? It was it was the Seattle Seahawks versus the Denver Broncos. Uh, I was in Seattle just by chance, and I was like, oh, sick, I'm going to go to this game. And hmm. I unironically had a great time. So that's my first embarrassing story about the preseason. That's not that embarrassing. I thought you were going to say like you travelled to Seattle just for that, and I was going to say, okay, that's that sucks. You really mistimed that, but that sounds fine. It was it was fun. It was it was fun. Um, it, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, so that, so that's my first one. Okay, so that was like a three okay. out of ten on the embarrassing scale. This one's not much, but worse. So basically, uh, w- when I was first getting into NFL, like I I bought Madden. I think like I think I'd watched like a whole season, and then I bought Madden and played Madden, and like. I legitimately thought that, that Madden was broken or my Xbox was broken because uh, because halfway through the first game I've played of every season, the the quarterback changed. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what, why why isn't Peyton Manning my quarterback anymore? Why do I have fucking Trevor Simeon as my quarterback? And I, because I had literally no concept of the preseason. And I, just, I swear to God, it, mean, it meant that I just didn't play franchise mode on, an, on a Madden for a year because I just thought it was broken. Uh, when was this uh this is probably like four or five years ago okay oh that's kind of adorable (laughs) i was just like this how could they mess this up like that's super that's super stupid like what the fuck yeah uh did you google it or anything did you like look into it or did you just think like no i'm not gonna look into this i'm not giving it that's a really good question the answer is i think i actually did google it 
But the thing that's so funny about it is because nobody's nobody else is as stupid as I am to make that mistake. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's fucked up. I don't know. So yeah, that's where I was. Um, do you want to talk? Baker so does Nathan? that mean you don't like the pre? I was going to say, does that mean you don't like the preseason anymore because of that, or have you learned to love it? I think I I I still fucking hate it. It's so boring. Like I yeah. I, it's it's super boring i i, I like I, I, even when it's in time in like like for, for europe to watch it like it's 7 p.m and i'll watch the first couple yeah. snaps and I'll be like oh this is terrible yeah yeah i think that what's also cool. super funny about it is that like like at least on nfl game pass you get these um commentators and they're always commentators local commentators from the home yeah. team and so, like the the other team will like like throw some insane completion to to a rookie at this like really significant, and the uh, the, <laughs> the commentators will still be talking about like, oh yeah, so that new kicker we got out of University of Tennessee or something <laughs> is like looking really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Let's talk. We, we this has gone on for quite a while, but like in a good way, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Please respond in the comments if you think this is terrible. Um, <laughs> Have we been sponsored yet? Uh, so we've got Lisa. Um, yeah. Because of that, uh, because we were talking about the uh, Uggs, we got an Uggs sponsorship. So go to Uggs and and cool. type in the discount code. Uh, Tom Brady is a Leo, and you'll you'll get like ten percent off your Uggs. But so I tried this, and they said. Uh, and the, it didn't recognize the discount code, but you've got to you've got to email the CEO of Uggs, which is CEO at UggsShoes dot com, and say Tom Brady is a Leo, and then you then you get the the discount, basically. Yeah, they'll know what it means. They'll know what yeah. it means. Don't worry. Um, I would like you, if you could, if you wouldn't mind, could you talk some shit about Baker Mayfield? Oh, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this for weeks to talk about why Baker Mayfield is a fuck okay. boy. And it's opinion I've that I've been, that I've held for about I don't know actually. I didn't re- I don't really watch college football, so I can't really talk about his college mm-hmm. life, but ever since I saw him at the combine, I've hated him. And I've hated him because he just is a fuck boy. And I will explain to you what a fuck boy is just in case you're not down with the lingo mm-hmm. of young I people. Am an old man. Um, you're not, or you I are. Oh man, I don't know what a fuck boy is. I don't think. Okay, so a fuck boy is a guy who doesn't respect women, oh. but relies on them pretty heavily. Okay. Uh, he doesn't really care about other people mm-hmm. or other things. Self-absorbed, does really stupid stuff. Okay. Just is generally a really shitty person. Okay. Um, and I think Baker Mayfield is the NFL's fuck boy. <laughs> so. Uh, can you tell me why Baker Mayfield is more of a fuckboy than all of the other people in the NFL? Like, obviously, there are good guys and bad guys in the NFL, but, like, yeah. so, yeah. I mean, let's take, um, who's, an, who's like, like, somebody who's an asshole in the NFL, but not a fuckboy? Um, oh, that's really subjective, because I think a lot of people are assholes mm-hmm. when they're not. Okay. Um, who's an asshole? 
Maybe, I don't know, Odell Beckham Jr. always comes across as an <laughs> asshole. Like a little bitch. Do you not think? <laughs> I mean, I've never really thought about it in that terms. No, I don't think. But, um, uh, I mean, he seems like an asshole for sure. Maybe. Yeah. If you're listening, Odell, let's yeah. hang out. Like, and I don't actually mean any of this, but like, if you're not, then yeah, asshole. Can you prove us wrong, Odell? Prove us wrong. <laughs> hang out. Um, <laughs> but to me, Odell Beckham, he seems to, he loves himself mm-hmm. because I think he realizes that he's really good. Okay. And I, yeah, he's not a fuck boy. I don't know. He just, he's not a fuckboy fuck because. I feel like he's quite a team player mm-hmm. um, and he cares about his team. And I don't know, in his like interviews and stuff after games, he seems pretty invested in what his team has done rather than himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my, that's why he's a bit of an asshole on the field. He can, he kicks and screams mm-hmm. a little bit and yeah. Can I, I don't know. Can I, is you calling him a fuckboy, calling him a Leo without him being a Leo? I mean, he is. He does have a Leo rising, oh, he so does. he is partially a Leo. Oh, he does, yeah, okay. yeah. So that's part of the reason that I think he's a fuckboy. Okay. Is I did his birth mm-hmm. chart, um, and his his three main placements of Sun, Moon, mm-hmm. and Rising um, are all. It's not a good. It's not good. Okay. It's really not good. So he's a Taurus okay. uh, with a Scorpio moon and a Leo rising, um, and people who are Tauruses are really mm-hmm. stubborn like the most stubborn people you will ever meet. Um, And Scorpios, what can I say about Scorpios? They're super emotional people. Mm -hmm. Um, So he has that in his moon, uh, which is sort of like his inner self. So he's a really emotional person inside. Um, And then he has a Leo rising, which is how he um, interprets the world and uh, sort of how his behavior comes across. Mm -hmm. And he is a Leo, so he's egotistical, assertive, a dickhead, basically. <laughs> so he has. <laughs> okay, so so I have a few questions that I wanted to. Okay. Um. So I looked up the history of the NFL. And okay. The first ever pick in the because Baker Mayfield was the first pick in the draft. Obviously, if you're listening, yeah. you don't know. Um, Justin Burwanger. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Almost <laughs> certainly not. Um, he was the first ever pick. So in like 1936 or something. Um, cool. He was the running back at University of Chicago. He gave Gerald Ford a scar. You know, the president, uh, if you're listening, you don't understand. Yeah. You, 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 you know about presidents. We, we'll probably not get onto Al Gore this week, but like... <laughs> Save that for another week. <laughs> uh, so he gave Joe Ford a scar in 1934. Um, he won the Heisman Trophy the year before that it was called the Heisman Trophy. And the, his competitors, the, the, the runners-up in the Heisman Trophy, was the three of the most f- funny names. First off, Monk, Monk Meyer, which I think is a great name. <laughs> then there was Pepper Constable. And the third one, I shit you not, was Notre Dame's running back known as William Shakespeare. What? No way. So he was a frat boy. He decided he didn't want to join the NFL and joined a rubber factory instead. And my question to you is, is he a fuckboy? 
Who? William jo- Shakespeare jo- Justin, or Wanger? Justin Burwanger. Justin Burwanger. Um, I mean, President Ford wasn't a woman, mm-hmm. and fuckboys are normally defined in terms of their relationships right. towards women. But at the same time, that's that's some that's a really shitty thing to do by hitting the president. Oh, so uh, him a <laughs> uh, this is how good I am at telling stories. It was in a football game. <laughs> oh. I thought you meant that he just went up and like decked no, him. No, that was pretty tight. Um, no, he uh, he. Uh, so Gerald Ford apparently pre- played center for uh, shit, Wisconsin, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. So and then basically Justin Burwanger gave him a huge scar. Oh, sick! No, okay, he's not a fuckboy. That's awesome. Okay. okay, cool. That's such a story to tell. I know. I know. <laughs> I was trying to find fuckboys in the draft, uh, in, in the draft, and uh, ask whether they were more fuckboy than Baker Mayfield. Um, so I just think that, like John Elway, uh, John Elway, he's a fuckboy, right? Yeah, that's that's fine. That's not a spicy okay. take. That's just a given. Is, I are think one hundred percent certain that that Baker Mayfield is more of a fuckboy than John Elway, and also than Jared Goff, two other number one picks. Um, I think John Elway and Baker Mayfield, I think that's a weird comparison to make because I think Baker Mayfield, I have to say his full name and I don't know why. I just have to say Baker Mayfield. Um, But I think think it's different because in 2018, there's a lot more ways to be Mm. a fuckboy like on the internet and stuff, whereas John Mm. Elway... Probably could hide his fuckboyness mm-hmm. a lot more. Okay, okay. So that's not saying that he wasn't a fuckboy, but it's less obvious to us that uh-huh. he was. Whereas I feel like Baker Mayfield is written down, hands down, <laughs> a fuckboy, and we can all see it. Okay, so I also <laughs> want to talk, because because uh, we follow each other on Twitter, uh, just for <laughs> the nobodies who are listening to this and, and uh, don't follow us on Twitter. Um, you... I feel like you implicitly. So you quote tweeted the the tweet where it was Baker Mayfield throwing into bit into a bin and somebody saying <laughs> Baker Mayfield out here dropping dimes to Des Bryant, which I think is one of the best NFL uh, tweets of all time. So yeah. are you coming out in favor of Des Bryant with this take? Hmm. Because you were angry. I mean, at that against. Tweet. I was, but I was also in support of it because he was throwing into a mm. bin and he was throwing into where he belongs, <laughs> which is in the bin. <laughs> but I think, even, you know, if I'm having to pick between Baker Mayfield and Des Bryant, then I am in favour of Des Bryant. I prefer He's him to Baker asshole. Mayfield. That's uh, that's an outrageous take. I, fuck Des Bryant, man. He's, <laughs> he's such an asshole and he's terrible. Um, man, that's how much I dislike Baker that's, Mayfield. That's okay, okay, right. Let's do <laughs> let's do this game. Like you're you're on this you're on the the <laughs> this this train. I'm gonna see where this train stops. So you think that De- okay? Uh, hate Baker Mayfield more than Des Bryant. Okay, that's that's the start yeah. of the train. That's Newark Northgate. Okay, like okay. <laughs> um, stop one. 
was you think that uh, Carson Wentz, shit, who was it that we were just saying? Not Carson Wentz. Um, that you hate Baker Mayfield more than who was it again? Des Bryant. Okay. Right. So stop, stop one, Newark Northgate, you, you said that you hate Baker Mayfield more than Des Bryant. Correct. Is that correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. That is so correct. Stop two, Eli Manning. Oh, goddamn mouth breather. Mm, I think, I think I like Eli more than Baker Mayfield because Eli's just a fucking mm. idiot. He just is a dumbass, and that's fine. You can be stupid. Is it okay that he's basically shitting on the careers of like some of the most talented uh, receiver player, uh, like skill positions, and one of the best defenses of all time? In the 2016? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's not Eli's fault. That's the coaching staff's fault. They should have fucked him (laughs) off a long time ago. I know this. Get Kaepernick in. There you go. (laughs) Is that going to be the title of this podcast? Um, Okay, yeah. I I see what you mean. I guess it's not up for him to realize that he's shit, but yeah. No. Okay, so. You probably should have realized now, though. Yeah, I think probably. So you've passed the Eli Manning uh, stop. How about Carson Wentz? Oh, I think I love Carson what? Wentz. I think he's an angel. What? So what? Did you not know no. this about me? I love Why? Carson Wentz. Okay. Why? <gasps> okay. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, I was ginger for a while, and he was my fellow ginger. It's like Andy Dalton. We have a little club. Oh, you know, I just love. Ginger NFL play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, <laughs> that's a terrible reasoning. So that's exactly that is a terrible reasoning, but that's my reasoning. Well, okay, Carson, if you're if you're listening, you can change your fucking thing to audience of two now. Um, which is probably what we can call the podcast based on like how much interest there is in it. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so number three. This this is hard. I don't think you're gonna get past this. JJ Watt. Okay. Oh now JJ Watt is a fuckboy. He's boy. a fuckboy, okay. He is a categorical okay. JJ Watt mm-hmm. is a fuckboy, but it's on the scale of fuckboyness. Where does mm-hmm. he fall? Hmm. Okay, this is an interesting mm-hmm. one. Would Baker Mayfield have gone on the league like JJ Watt did? Yeah. S- surely. Do you think he would have done? Yeah. They're both mm-hmm. fuckboys, but Oh, I don't know, actually. I really don't know. I mm. hate JJ Watt. I do hate him a lot. But I think because I know that he can be mm-hmm. good. Actually, no, that's not fair to say that because Baker has only played in the preseason. So, okay, maybe this is oh, where really? I stop. Okay. Maybe this is where I... Really? I say they're okay. equal level so, fuckboys. Yeah, so that's like, that's like Peterborough. You got to like Peterborough. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I didn't the, make it uh, home. Yeah, the... Um, uh, the King's Cross was going to be uh, Tom Brady, so. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't no. want to answer that. I feel like I might end up imploding <laughs> with rage. So let's let's leave that. Okay, cool. Um, it's for my own good. So yeah, I don't. I think. Yeah. What's What's your opinion, Joey? What's well, your opinion on this guy? I don't guy? know anything about him. I I feel like like your star reading of him. I feel like that's the kind of 
person, they need to make the Browns not shit again. Mm. Like the Browns yeah. are so so shit. Like it, and I know that's like the coldest <laughs> take of all time. But like I can talk about my, I can talk about my uh, my model, my uh, my machine fucking model. It's called Tebow, by the way. I probably should have introduced that at the top start. But yeah. <laughs> on Tebow, like I, I updated it for the current season and like for the opening game, I, I've literally never seen a uh, a prediction by Tebow because I stopped doing it like a year ago and didn't do it for the last season and then have started it again. I've never seen a prediction by Tebow to be like less than like 15, 20%. But the, the Browns have something okay. like a 6% chance of beating, beating the Steelers <gasps> in the opening game. Wow. And like... So I was like, oh, this thing's fucked. Like, that, like, there's some mistake or something like this. But, like, I tried it again. It didn't change. It's like, that's just the prediction. But the reason... But, like, it actually makes a shitload of sense. Like, they have won one out of their last 32 games, which means that, that like, mm-hmm. like, if you just say that, like, oh, whatever, then that that's, like, uh, if you take one of their last three... Uh, if you take a game in the last 32 and you... Mm. What's the chances of them of that being a game they've won? It's literally three percent. Mm. It's fucked up. They're shit. They are yeah. really bad, aren't they? That is bad. Okay, so but they, but right, how does Baker that? Mayfield. How does that mean yeah, that? I, yeah, I, nobody wants to win on that team. Like that, I I think that they really <laughs> got like a. They've really lost any. Um. They really, they really don't have any drive to actually sort of like win any games because they're all getting yeah. paid and nobody really gives a shit. And nobody in Cleveland seems to give a shit about the Browns either. But like Baker no. Mayfield is, you know, he's probably a fuckboy. He seems like a piece of shit. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm still on board with this, especially since <laughs> you think that that fucking Bills quarterback, what's his name, Josh Allen? You like Josh, Josh Allen, Allen? Yeah, like. I think that you're, um, uh, I don't agree with your judgment and I don't really understand your judgment. <laughs> I like Josh Allen because he looks awkward when he plays. That's, that's the only, <laughs> he's one of me. I like him because he, he's what I would be like if I was a quarterback. So I relate to him on that level. So yeah. that's literally okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Okay. Uh yeah, I think that I think that maybe just what the Browns need is is someone to like just be a dickhead and like be good maybe, but like just try and win like like because that's what kind of what fucking Johnny Manzo was meant to be, and he was like, but he was like a real, real real piece of shit and like also bad at football. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, I was gonna say like they've already had a fuckboy QB and it yeah. didn't really work, yeah. but. I guess the difference is that Baker Mayfield is actually quite good at football, mm-hmm. whereas Johnny Manziel yeah, just wasn't. True. So that's the difference, I guess. Um, but my one fact about Baker Mayfield, which I feel like I mm-hmm. need to tell you, because I feel like it might change your okay. opinion of him. Um, in an interview he did with CBS, um, he doesn't cook his food. He has a HelloFresh okay. subscription, <laughs> uh, which is the turning Wait, point a daily one. on me. Uh, no, a weekly one. But So he has a HelloFresh subscription, which means he doesn't buy or chop or prepare any of his food I, himself. And I feel like... You that... have a, I feel like that's actually... 
pretty good. Like, I think that you'll probably find a lot of people in the NFL who just literally don't cook at all. Like, I'm okay, so I'm gonna come out in defense of HelloFresh. Don't no. do it, Joey. Don't like, do it. It still is cooking almost. <laughs> I, okay, so I, I'm not a HelloFresh guy. We are sponsored by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com, put in the promo code, uh, definitely sponsored. Um, but yeah, like, like it's still cooking, kind of, almost. Oh, but it just is the, like, it's a fuckboy way of cooking. It's like it's like getting your mum to like prepare your food for you when you just like... <laughs> yes, it is. That is such a good take. <laughs> okay wait i got okay so that is a that's a hot true home smart ride i think that's like one of the best takes yeah wow it's like a packed lunch i feel flattered yeah it is and you know that's such a fuckboy thing to have like just be reliant on something like that so i think that's a good note to end on this podcast (laughs) I feel like it is. I think that I feel, I feel like I've been. It's been sufficiently proved that he is a fuckboy. And okay, but hello, Fred. Thank you. I'm yeah, glad I got my point across. Okay, great, awesome. Uh, okay. Goodbye. Uh, we have a Twitter account. It's ice up, at ice with a U podcast, but not ice up sun with a U podcast. Otherwise, I'd say ice up sun with a U with a U podcast. Um, uh, we have an email address. Oh shit! Actually. Uh, I did. I I put uh, the question the the thing out for questions, and I got one from my brother. So, yeah, oh, his question cool. was: If you bought the NFL with a one dollar note, how many quarters back? Uh, Do you think, is four the right answer? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, a quarter is a quarter, yeah. isn't it? So there you go, Sam. Um, uh, <laughs> No, actually, actually, I know what it is. I know what it is. You wouldn't get any back because you've bought, you oh, spent your yeah, for sure. one dollar. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, yeah, if you have any questions <laughs> like that, <laughs> uh, yeah, either t- tweet us at Isopsun Podcast with a U or um, email at isopsun at gmail.com. I, no, that's somebody else. Isopsun at podcast. <laughs> podcast at gmail.com, also with a U. Uh, yeah, cool. Sick. <laughs>